Hello, remote worker. Whether you're working from your kitchen table, a shed, your spare room, a caravan, wherever you're located doing uh, doing your work today, know that you're surrounded by other remote workers trying to uh, figure out what the hell is going on. This is Work From Home, a podcast all about helping you stay connected, productive and sane while working remotely. Uh, and I'm Harry. And I'm Alex. Today, uh, we want to talk about weekends. Days are all blurring together. You know, the work-life balance thing is hard and it's hard to know when Wednesday ends and Thursday begins, let alone Friday and Saturday. Yeah, I think there's a temptation to almost, I know there has been for me, to kind of do away with the weekend a wee bit. Like I've recently, well, I'd say fairly recently, the past few months I've started working Saturday mornings, which I like because it takes pressure off the weekdays and everything just kind of moves along a little bit more smoothly. But I have had the thoughts in the back of my head is, well, it's just, it's a construct, you know, it's just seven days. Why why do we even need it? And one of the articles we've been reading has been talking about how at its core, it's the routine that's important, not necessarily the fact that it's the weekend, but that there's something for you to actually look forward to during the week. Yeah, and, and just have that structured downtime, I think. Like what I find is that it's so hard to switch my brain off. And if I let the work bleed into the weekend, it basically just gives me no downtime from the stress and the strain of, of work. And so I've I've actually, it's what I've done the last couple of months is just really, sorry, the last couple of weeks, I should say, is just really making a concerted effort to switch off my phone. Well, not switch it off, you know. What do you think I am, crazy? But, but you know, put close my work-related apps and really try to not look at it look at them until Monday morning again and been doing pretty well with that. Having a, a young child helps because they certainly don't have much patience for Twitter. That really helps, uh, but it has definitely been a concerted effort to not look at emails, not look at social media and just spend time with my family and read and whatever. And it and I think that that, that downtime where you're really not thinking about what's coming up on Monday, it just gives you that break basically so that you can return on Monday and, and, and just approach things fresh because I think one of the things that I find I don't know if it's the same for you but one of the things I find certainly in my job is like I'm trying to solve all the problems that I'm that I'm faced with during the week you know I'm always kind of what's the best solution to this like who should we hire for this job or what's the going to be the answer to this client project and so I'm always thinking about those things and trying to come up with the answer and the the thing is I think we kid ourselves so often into thinking that if we keep thinking about it the answer will come but actually I think the converse is true I think if we stop just give ourselves a break and stop trying to constantly re- revisit the same issues. Have a break, allow yourself some rest. You come back and when you think about it, suddenly you, there's a level of clarity that you might not have had before when your brain is sort of muddied with all this crap. So anyway, that's a bit of a riff, but I think you know that's kind of an extension from, from my perspective anyway, and I don't know how it is for you and, and for you listening, but for, for me, that's kind of what weekends are about. I agree. I think one of the changes that's happened for me over the past few months as well is that I've gone from a position where the week would end and I'd finish the tasks for that week and I could go, right, that's everything done and we'll start again on Monday. And that's not really happening anymore. There are longer term, more complicated projects with more moving parts that require you to kind of stop sometimes midway through at the weekend and then pick them back up on Monday. And that was really difficult because one, I just don't like leaving things unfinished. I I like finishing. It's so yeah, switching off at the weekend is more difficult because it's always in the back of your mind is 
has an email or a message on Slack popped up about that. Is there a way that I can get closer to just writing it off so I don't have to think about it in the back of my head and it's it's a finished project. The problem with that is that there's always something to replace it. So if you if you tell yes. yourself, you know, if you look at that Slack message, you look at that email and you go, cool, I don't have to think about it anymore. Then just the next thing is right there behind it, ready to fill your brain. So you might as well just accept that there's always going to be stuff that is left to do and just accept. Uh, it's easy to say and not so easy to do, but that's um, that's how I think about it. Well, one of the interesting examples that's that's given that we found was people talking about certain things that they reserve for the weekend. So I am I personally don't sleep in. I get up at the same time every day. But there was somebody saying that although you can now sleep in if you want to, you know, it's actually better to reserve something like that for the weekend so you have something specific to look forward to. Or there's an, another example that we found, which was a couple talking, they have kids, and they're saying that one of the things they do at the weekend is each parent gets three hours to themselves per weekend day which of course they probably wouldn't get during the work week where you're trying to juggle childcare and working and all that sort of stuff yeah no i love that we do we do a bit of that in our house not not necessarily structured in that way but we do try to give each other a bit of space and a bit of time to just not yeah not have a responsibility for a little while to go into the screaming cupboard <laughs> exactly yeah going to the downstairs loo take a pillow with you and just just wail uh, <laughs> we're gonna be okay <laughs> and but what about structure you you've sort of i'm looking at our notes here and you've kind of mentioned this idea of structure yeah so beyond the idea of it being nice to have a routine and something to look forward to structures is psychologically it's fundamental to keeping us sane and in fact one of the pieces of research highlighted in one of the articles we're looking at and we'll link it in the show notes they talk about a study that was done a few years ago now, but its focus was what happens when you put somebody in a socially isolated, stressful situation and you take away structure, what are the effects of that? And of course, it really aggravates things like depression and anxiety. And this was done back in 2006, so 14 years ago. And it sounds like they basically reverse engineered what we're going through at the moment, it's not just structure for the sake of oh, having a nice weekend and that's a nice thing to have. It is in the long term really critical for your mental health. Yeah, interesting. So not to leave it on a down note, there are <laughs> things that you, that you can do. And one of the really interesting pieces of advice that came up was if you don't have a clear-cut weekend anymore, then you should try and simulate one. Now, for some people, that might mean not being in the virtual office or having a lion or do you do anything to sort of signify the weekend i'm not sure actually i mean definitely the lion is a thing the pressure not to get moving basically but then again having a toddler <laughs> just just makes that that harder so it tends to be i don't know i to be honest for me the, the difference between the weekend and the week is that my wife and i will eat breakfast together so it's, it's a, like a breakfast thing yeah it's the weekend because we're, we're eating together. We might go out to a cafe, although less and less of that these days. And, uh, or we might just have it around the kitchen table. But just like normally, we, we more or less never, our paths cross fairly infrequently in the morning on a weekday because she's getting ready for work and taking Bertie to nursery. And I'm, you know, manically getting set up for meetings and, you know, all this kind of stuff. So 
So I think that's the signifier for us, but it's certainly not on purpose. It's not something we've planned. Um, so maybe that's what we should do is try and make more of a more of a hurrah when the weekend comes. Yeah. Cool. So how do you structure your work week? Do you structure your work week? Maybe you're like us and you haven't thought about it before, but if, uh, if you were to kick off your weekend, how would you kind of create this separation from, from work and the weekend? Or do you not care and you work seven days a week? Let us know at wfh at lowerstreet.co is our email address. And if you could share this episode with at least one person, um, maybe two people, maybe three, that you think would also enjoy this this uh, episode, we would really appreciate it would help us reach more remote workers. We'll be back very soon. Thank you very much for listening. <laughs>